Hi, everybody, and welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and I think Aaron's here. <laughs> Hi. I'm, I'm here. I just forgot to fly, so I had to fix it. <laughs> I disappeared. So, so tonight, we are doing our full Beyonce alum chapter two recap. Um, I think we're probably one of the last ones to do it. I've seen everybody else talking about it. I know. So at least, I guess, we don't have to recap, per se. We get to just... Give our opinions and our critiques. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about the premiere, so now we're just going to talk about the whole thing. So let's roll the credits, and we'll get right into it. Holy shit. That is my favorite line in the whole <laughs> chapter. That was the one time I actually was like, wait, did I just hear that right? And I like rewound it. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I was like, yes. Like, so maybe it's like we, we said, holy shit. So maybe next time we get a holy fuck. Yeah. We also I mean, got bullshit in the premiere. If your husband comes back from the dead, no, this is, is this Bo's first time to come back from the dead? I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Wow, how un- that's unlike Days of Our Lives. Um, <laughs> so I, I would expect a holy fuck. Or what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have to say the highlight of the whole series for me, besides Bone Hope, because um, I've said this before, like I like them, but I'm not like a super fan of them. But I did mm-hmm. get caught up in the emotions. And well, we know my, the standout star was Miranda Wilson as Megan. Y- yes, yes, and it makes me wonder: is that what she was like in the eighties? Because if so, why was she only on there a year, or not even a year? She was like that, but. <sighs> hard to describe. I want to say tamer, but I don't know if that's the right word. Well, I don't think Stefano was full Stefano at that point either. She was more unhinged in this one. Like, trying to keep it together, but you know she's a little cray. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah she, she was really fun. It was good to see. You know, it's crazy to think someone who I have never seen can still make an impactful entrance. Because Have I've you ever heard, heard of her before? I've heard of her, and I knew yeah. she was like Bo's first love, and all. I knew all of those things, and okay. I knew what she looked like, but I've never seen. I've never seen a scene. Because I feel like when people talk about like Stefano's children, one of the go-to's from the '80s is always Renee, and like I feel like Megan kind of gets lost in the crowd. Yes, I do agree. But yeah. Um, so one of the issues I had was Megan Hathaway is back. I was like, "Ooh, girl, get it." Which is the exact same line Kristen said when at Marley John and Marlena's wedding when the denture went flying. She was like, "Kristen Zamara is back." I guess it's like you know an introduction for new fans if you don't already mm-hmm. know who it is. Um, especially with it being almost forty years, which <laughs> I texted you. <laughs> So at the end, she said, I waited 40 years, I am patient, or something like that. 
I was like, first of all, you died in 1985. It's been 37. Stop rounding up. Dude, I made 40. <laughs> and, was, and then I, I went, time jump. You're like, we don't even count that anymore. <laughs> so like, I, was trying to, I was trying to help Megan. Meg <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think they acknowledge the time jump anymore. Well, maybe like, maybe she meant it's been 40 years since they've been together. I don't think that adds up either. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> At least when... Okay, so let's just, let's just talk about things. Um, seeing Josh... What's his name? Roman. Josh Taylor. Yes. Um, pop up. I was like, no, they're not going to make him Chris. I, I kind of had a feeling because they were at the gym, and I was like, they really? And then when he introduced himself as Chris Kostacek, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was, I was kind of thinking, I paused, I went to, looked at John and went, oh, my gosh. And he's like, what? Because there wasn't anything happening in that scene. <laughs> he literally just was like, hello. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, what? I was like, okay. He used to play a character named Chris Kozacek, who his brother was a serial killer in the 80s. But uh -huh. then, then he became Roman, but now he's back playing Chris. And John's just like, okay. I was like, you just don't understand. Speaking of which, I actually just watched um, the scene where his brother killed Samantha. Mm. When I was looking for the Thomas Banks episodes for you, I found that. <laughs> but... It is interesting, though, that there's not really a difference in his Roman and his Chris Kozacek. It was literally like they just put Roman in a gym, but named him Chris. Yeah, because he's basically just been Chris Kozacek for the last 25 years. And I think that's what people's problem has been with him being Roman. Mm -hmm. I don't think, yes, some of it is, you know, you know Wayne Northup's the original Roman. He's my Roman. But like for me, when I started watching Days, I only knew him as. Roman. I was going to say I only know Josh Taylor. Yeah. But um, I actually know him as Mr. McKay more. Yeah. Well, when I saw him, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's someone's dad." <laughs> Which, nothing against Josh Taylor, but his—it's like he's playing the same character in a sense. There's not much different. But he also mentioned his wife Savannah, who was a character mm -hmm. in the '80s, played by Mrs. Jean Simmons. Um, so that was like a nice little nod to history. And they owned a gym because that's where Megan died in the 80s. She was in the hot tub. Mm. Um, I like the little, you should try the hot tub. It's the die for. I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I knew how she died, but I didn't. I knew the joke. That was. There were a lot of good, like, one-liners. Um. So how do you feel about the new character we met, Andrew? I like him. I, I actually I don't know if this was on purpose. It felt like an acting choice, but when he was talking about having accepting parents, I <laughs> felt like he wasn't telling the truth. Like there was like he had an expression on his face that made it seem like there was more to that. Like maybe he was just saying that because he didn't want to go into it. I thought the same thing. So I, I'm not sure. I mean. And I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was just an acting choice. Because it's hard to think that Kimberly and Shane 
wouldn't be accepting. But then again, it could depend on when he came out. Maybe when he first came out, his parents weren't accepting, mm -hmm. but it took a little bit. Yeah. Which could still have created a little bit of tension between them. And then that's why he's in the ISA because he's trying to show his, prove his worth to his father. Yeah. I actually um, rewatched the first episode again just, just to kind of refresh my memory on some of the mm -hmm. things. And I was like, maybe the stars weren't as bad as everybody made them out to be. So it's opening up. We're in the ocean somewhere in the Mediterranean. And we see the scuba diver. And I'm like, all right, this isn't that bad. And then I see the stars. And I was like, nope, they're as bad as we thought they were. <laughs> I'm not like, it's because we use that money. So that we could have that Bow and Hope song. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, literally every day there was like something surprising that happened that gave me joy. Mm -hmm. Tuesday was Thomas Banks. Was not expecting that at all. I was so confused though because they show Kristen or mm -hmm. Kristen, and I'm just like, she's in jail. Mm -hmm. But okay, I guess she somehow got out there to explain it. And they let that go on for a minute. Like, they got me. They got me there. I will say that. I was not expecting that to be Thomas Banks. I spent a, a large portion of this weekend um, listening to and watching um, other people's reactions and podcasts mm -hmm. about this. And a lot of people have said that she, they knew she wasn't acting right. She wasn't sitting or speaking like Kristen. She actually lowered her voice a few octaves. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, believe it or not, I missed the bulge. I was just like focused. Like when I saw the chest, I was like, "No, they're not doing Thomas." <laughs> I w I think I was focused so much on that paper because to me, anytime there's a like they're actually showing and they linger on it for a minute, there's got to be a clue, and that's where I, you know you kind of see where it says cruise, something about a cruise, and I was just like, "Ooh, you know, is that a little Easter egg to cruise of the?" Destruction? Was that what it was? Cruise of Deception. Deception. Matt's in the chat. He said her body language was all cringy, like she wasn't comfortable. Well, I just thought Kristen's being Kristen weird, you know. <laughs> Something was up. When I rewatched it, I was like, did Thomas kiss him? And they didn't. She, like, leaned in and was like, why don't you take your clothes off and, and like, come over here? And then the next scene... She uh, headbutted him, and then she took her clothes off. <laughs> it's crazy how she still, still, Elaine Davidson. Eileen, thank you. I, I have the worst time with that. Still, could steal some scenes dressed up as Thomas Banks. Like that's Thomas, a, that was Eileen's real life husband. Okay, I want. I thought that. How fun! She got to kill her husband. <laughs> 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 now that I have that memory forever remember the time I killed you <laughs> I will say I was glad though that she wasn't Kristen or mm -hmm. Susan because it, that didn't take away from it gave it still let Stacy be that character yeah um so yeah that was a that was you know and that was right at the beginning so I was like ooh I was like the first episode was great we had this, I was like, all right, what else is going to happen? <laughs> Could you imagine um, if they started with episode two, though? That would have been a way to open. Um, so I had some, like, pacing issues with the show, mostly Thursday and Friday. 
um, I was so, by Thursday and Friday, I was so into the Bowen Hope stuff. I didn't care about anything else that was going on. Yeah. Unless it was Megan. Which, like, like even when Marlene came, I was like, oh, hey, girl, where's Bowen Hope? Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know how I'm diehard Carly and Bo fan. Mm -hmm. However, it's watch them being gone for so long, then watching this, I'm like, okay. This is why they're meant to be together. Like, mm -hmm. they are meant to be together. As much as I love my Bo and Carly, it was fun to see them together. The piecing, although faster than the regular, than like, you know, Days of Our Lives proper, mm -hmm. um, was faster. It, it felt slow for a show that only had five episodes to tell a story. I was like, come on. Like, scenes yeah. felt like they were going on longer than they should have. Well, that's why I said, like, Monday I felt was kind of slow. I was like, okay, we know that they're going to be lovey-dovey mm -hmm. with seeing Stephanie and Joey and Trip after not seeing them for a little bit. So we, we could have skipped that, in my opinion. Yeah, if you weren't a Bowen Hope fan and you just didn't care at all about Bowen Hope, even with this, this wasn't the show for you. Like, if you were tuning in for Stephen Kayla or Donna Marlena, then yeah. this wasn't it for you. Because even they were only on like three episodes, maybe four piece. Mm -hmm. um, Bo and Heaven, though, and Angela had to be my favorite. Because I love when she called him Boba Guard. Yeah. So when I first saw um, Loretta Devine, and I was like, really? This is what they're going to do with Loretta Devine? I was kind of like skeptical about it, but I really did enjoy it. Um, even that started to drag for me a little bit because it felt like we were telling the same joke over and over with the whole language, Bogart, language. Like, I was like, it was funny the first few times and I was like, okay, let's move on to something else now. Mm -hmm. And him just like, you know, trying to hotwire the TV so he could stream. <laughs> but there were cute moments, like when he, because he couldn't curse, he said shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> I didn't know how much I missed Bo. He had good comedic timing. I, I, I miss his sarcasm. Um, he actually said bullshit also after Sierra had her bullshit moment, but they they muted it in heaven. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, really? You're just going to mute it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did research because I wanted to know if the, the actor that played Zach in heaven yeah. was the actor that played him a few years ago. And it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was. It was. Oh wow! I did not know so that. So that you remember, Hope had an episode dedicated to her. She like went to the Horton cabin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so Zach, so Larry Welch. Um. That actor later that year played a character, a different character that was alive, obviously, that was dating Sierra, I believe. Yeah, and now he's playing Zach again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I got sad when he was like, well, I remember thinking uh, mom. My last human thought was I want my mom. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't cry. And I was like, oh, Chelsea, I hate you. <laughs> I know. I really thought somehow that Stefano had had Zach stored away somewhere. So. Um, an interesting point one of the podcasts I listened to brought up 
Um, why did he age in heaven? <laughs> Shouldn't he just have just stayed a child forever? Well, when he first, in the episode that was dedicated to Hope, it was kind of her imagining what he would have looked like. Mm -hmm. So I got that. But for, for him to still be a teenager in real heaven... Well, really I, didn't, I didn't think maybe he was a teen. I feel like he was in his mid twenties. Well, yeah. like so maybe in he their heaven, you age, you continue to age until you get to a point where it's like, you know, until you're sexy. <laughs> yes. So, so clearly, this is the CW's heaven. <laughs> Sounds like the Vampire Diaries heaven. <laughs> Um, I liked how Marlena just had randomly has like uh, a cure serum in her uh, purse. <laughs> well, I mean, Doctor Ross. She's brainwashed. Hold on, Kay. I got this stick. <laughs> she, and she didn't care. She was like, boom. <laughs> She's like, I've had to get John's brain right so many times. I know how to fix this. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> um, well, so, yeah. So, Tuesday ended with the proposal. Wednesday was the wedding and the shooting, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Thursday and was heaven. Thursday was the day that broke my heart the dancing and zach and How that I was the day that i didn't care about anybody else i was just like i just need bone hope however though when sister Ma sister maria or is that her name sister maria moira moira sister mary moira when she hits thomas and he's like sissy I'm working. working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to save your soul. <laughs> and the episodes I gave you, <laughs> she um, she was ringing. It was Christmas time, so she was like ringing that bell, like trying to collect money for charity. And Stefano gave her like a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So she's like, this, "This is more money than I've made all week. I can go home tonight." And she goes to the Demare Mansion. <laughs> And she, like, Kristen's like, what are you doing here? She's like, I'm here to save some souls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would kind of like to see Stacy play Thomas and Sister Moya. I just want to see her version. Yeah, Stacy hasn't played, which is surprising, because I feel like Sister Mary Moira pops up just as much as Susan does. Mm -hmm. um, at least just, in these little spinoffs. I feel like it'd be fun to see Stacy take on those characters. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, I read that in the 90s, they actually had like a, kind of like an ADR voiceover for Eileen for when she was Thomas. But for this, she just had to like lower her voice. <laughs> we spent the money on Bow and Hope song. <laughs> Do what you can. Yeah. Um, 
Ugh, I hated the whole, you can have the second chance, but you you won't remember any of this. That, it, yeah, that, it reminded me of the episode of Angel when Buffy was on, and they he became human for a day, and then they had to like set the clock back, and she wasn't going to remember the whole day that they spent together. See, I hate when shows do that. It's like when someone finds out the Charmed Ones are witches, and then time reverses, and now we don't know they're witches. Ah, uh, you know, hate that. Um. The whole Larry Welch thing was kind of for me. I mean, it was good yeah. to see him, and he's important to the, the fabric of Bone Hope's story. But it, I didn't really care for that part. No, it could have been a little better. But I get what they're doing with like, if you want your second chance, you got to convince the one person that probably doesn't want to give you the second chance. It wasn't his whole thing at the end. Like, I didn't really like her anyway. <laughs> 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 Which he didn't. He was married to her and he was sleeping with another woman i didn't recognize him for a moment oh really yeah um well he, he is older but he was he was already graying in the 80s so well, yeah <laughs> um so i don't know if you know this i found this out from you know, the weekend. They had actually reached out to Shelly Henning to play Stephanie. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they were going to have the explosion and then have in the hospital it'd be the new actress. Mm -hmm. That would have been so cool. I would have loved that. They did that on All My Children when they recast Babe. And like, she went in for a hug mm -hmm. and when she pulled out pulled back, the new actress. That See, I like stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's a good way of, instead of saying, the role of da-da-da is now played by... Days sort of did something like that in the 90s with the, the recast jacks. Like, one recast jack went into the shower and then a new one came out. Um, or the next, the next scene from commercial, it was like the new actor. It was something like that. Um, yeah, I like, stuff. I like campy, cheeky stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, well, I feel like we've covered pretty much almost everything. So let's talk about the final reveal that I knew she wasn't trying to bring back Stefano. I knew it. No, but they were trying to make it like ambiguous enough that you were like, who she was trying to bring back? <laughs> well, yeah. And well, I didn't expect them to be bringing back Bo because he's in heaven. Yes. And then he gave up his second chance. So, like, so this was actually something. So I was listening to the TV Source podcast, and one uh, Ashley on there mentioned that she she hated that they brought him back. Really? Bowen hopes your favorite couple. She loves him, loves him, loves him. She hated that. This was some because, and I get her point because this is something that is such a, a major fabric of the main show that there's a whole part of your audience that doesn't even know that this happened. Well, I, like, I was alive, and nobody knows. I, th I feel like this is going forward beyond Salem. We'll have more of the same characters. You know, I was thinking about this. I feel like it's going to be like a true spinoff where these characters just went to beyond Salem. And because Bo, uh, that Peter Reckles was saying, like, he enjoyed that he was able just to come down, shoot his scenes, go home. Yeah. 
So I feel like he would commit more to like a Beyond Salem than yeah. committing to Days of Our Lives. So I think going forward, Bowen, I bet Bowen Hope becomes like a main stable uh, Beyond Salem. I did think that. Um, so there was two things I thought. Because I, I was like, you know what? She's right. Because like this is... Like, you, you remember those little, um, the dual app spinoffs, like The Last Blast, <laughs> Chad and Emmy? I was like, nothing permanent can really happen on these things that affects the main show. Because not everybody's watching those. So nothing too major can happen. So that's why when they killed Chloe in The Last Blast reunion, I was like, no, no, she's not dead. And I was like, is she? <laughs> but I was like, they better not kill her on some dual app spinoff. <laughs> so then... So I get that. So that's what she was trying to say. Like something as major as this shouldn't happen or something that not everybody can access. But then I had the thought, if they bring Megan to the main show and then they bring like a bow that doesn't have a memory of being bow or kind of like, or like a robo John, like from like 2008, Mm -hmm. they could always show flashbacks like just like clips from beyond salem instead of having to uh film fake flashbacks they could just Mm -hmm. use clips from beyond salem and there you go that's how you explain it or like you were saying because of the way that this ended see everybody thought that this was going to be like to wrap up bone hope story like this was like their final it didn't and it didn't it was a cliffhanger he's alive hope doesn't know he's alive so this could also just be the Bow and Hope show now. This could well, be and I feel like they wouldn't have done that if Peter and Kristen wasn't open to coming back for more. Yeah, and if we are to believe that, based off semantics, that Christian Alfonso will never, ever, ever come back to Days of Our Lives, but she will do Beyond Salem. I, I, the one thing I would like to know is how much of this, what was, was told to Kristen Alfonso, that, oh, go away for a few months and they'll bring you back. How much of this was into, was this part of her original storyline that they were going to do for the main show? I don't know if the bow part, you think the bow part was? See, that's what I just don't know. I don't know if the bow part was, because I don't know if Peter Reckles willing to come back. I don't think he's, which and I understand, doing daytime now is probably a lot of work. But I still think they're the Beyond Salem is they crammed like as far, as far as like story beats go, they crammed like probably about six months of story into five episodes. Mm-hmm. They did because we found out she was dating somebody for a year, and then they got engaged in the next episode, and then they got married in the next episode, and she got shot, and then she was in heaven, and then she came back. <laughs> I will say I'm upset with the fact that okay, Hope got to come back. Bo got to come back. So poor Zach just has both of his parents torn away from him again. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck me, huh? All right. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I don't matter. They claim to love me, and, you know. I guess I'll go play with Grandpa Sean and Grandma Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I would have liked? If they had casted two younger actors maybe in their not too young maybe older than peter reckle um to betray them like um, caroline and Sean. yeah 
or even you know maybe twenty somethings, just as like show them like how they were when they met. Yeah. Um. Which I have a spinoff idea. Which once we're done talking about everything, yeah, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um. What else? I don't know. I just feel like they have a lot of potential with Megan. Yeah. And Bo and Hope that could really set up Beyond Salem. I was really, really happy that they did not kill off Megan. That was like one of the things I was hoping I for. I was worried they were going to do that. I was like, please don't kill her off, or if you're going to kill her off, make it where, like, you, like, in a way that you could bring her back. Mm hmm. Which was the show, is anyway. I mean, well, look, now you can come back from heaven. Right? <laughs> heaven, I mean, dying, going to heaven means nothing in days of our lives. Right? We'll pull, we'll pull you right out. We'll buffy, we'll buffy your ass. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matt brought up they tried to leave the door open for Harris also. So how did you feel about that? Do you think he was brainwashed? To shut that fucking door. Nail it shut. Do whatever they need to do because I don't want Harris back. I did think about this, um, and not. if they do bring him back, um, however, I've seen Steve Burton on John uh, guy, uh, General Hospital, and I just didn't care for his acting then. I just didn't. There's something about it had nothing to do with his personal beliefs or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. got like Robo man, like just a robot. Like yeah. even when John was no one, he had personality. I don't get that from Steve Martin. If they were to bring him back and say that this was all brainwashing, I could see him working with Hope to find Megan. Yeah. And then the, her actually developing feelings for him, and then boom, she finds out Bo's alive. But Bo has amnesia. And then it's like this love triangle, and then this is and then, war. That would be a good time to call uh, Billy back and be like... I've been in the middle of that Bo and Hope story. Ain't gonna happen, Harris. Ain't gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> cool your heel, girl. Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, if this is if they're gonna go forward and Bo and Hope are gonna be the central characters of the series, mm -hmm. they need to have Sean. They need to have Billy interacting with them. They need Chelsea, unfortunately. I I think they need uh, Carly too. I feel like to get Bo's memories back, what would be better than him revisiting all of his like true loves? You can't hope like hope can't hold it against him that he he fell and truly fell in love and truly loved Billy and Carly. She was dead each time. Yeah, that's true. So, like they hold a big part of his heart still. I feel like. Yeah. Or a piece, a piece of his heart. Um, I like the the new character of Wendy. Oh, she was fun. Mm -hmm. She was cute. She was fun. Um, this again, this was like another scene where it's like, okay, I didn't really need to waste that much time on this. When she said she didn't want to be caught between two brothers, that should have been the end of it. They shouldn't have been texting her mm -hmm. and elongating that scene. Because at that point, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, we have four minutes left. I was like, something big needs to happen. I'm like, I want my cliffhanger. I don't want it to just end like season one ended. 
So I'm like, all right, what are they gonna do? Four minutes? What are they gonna do in four minutes? And then we finally got to Megan and Bo coming back, which gave me very, for some reason, Wolverine vibes. Like when they like mm -hmm. make him and gave him the claws. I was like, mm -hmm. just like the tube he was in and the stuff on his head. What year did Bo die? 2015. Okay. I want to know when Megan woke up. Because I want to know, did she like wake up and then it was her plan to go to Salem to try to steal Bo back and mm -hmm. he died? And that's when she's like, who don't come? Let's put you in. Come on, I <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I'll find those prisms. <laughs> We'll be reunited. That'd be some fun flashbacks. I was I was listening to the Soap Dish Salem style podcast, and they were like, "This isn't new to the show." Like back in like '91 when Steve died, they yeah. like showed us where like the body was being taken away, and there was no resolution to that for 16 years. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, even when EJ died. We had this big heart-wrenching scene of Sammy crying over his body in the morgue, and then we have Kristen slipping in, slipping in and injecting him with something. Mm -hmm. And then it was years before we even got the Nash. Was it Nashville that they were at with the rooms with everybody's I initials? Was, I thought it was Memphis. Memphis, with the rooms with everybody's initials on it. Mm -hmm. I think it was Memphis because that's where Elvis is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, the show is notorious for that. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm, I even I'm, remember the scene where I think did she have him cremated, EJ and Sammy? Did she have EJ cremated? Because I just remember like her holding the urn, or she was just in the mansion crying, and Stefano oh. has voiceover saying, "She'll never know that it is not her beloved EJ or something like that." Never know. It's just ashes from the dust buster. Yeah. <laughs> The show just doesn't want us to be happy. <laughs> no, no. They just want to keep stabbing us in the heart. Because they'll even throw together couples that you know are not right together, like Carly and Lawrence. They should not have ran off into the sunset. They had their they had their own fans though. Uh, I guess. No, I wasn't one of them. <laughs> um. um. So overall, how would you grade Beyond Salem Chapter 2? I'm going to go with a 9. Out of 10? Yeah, I like this one more than I did the first one, and I really like the first one. I did too. I did too. Um, the I'm torn between like an 8 was, and a 9. Like, this was good for Bo and Hope. This was really good for Bo and Hope. Or Peter and Kristen fans. Mm -hmm. So, do you want to hear my my thought for a season? <laughs> yes, pitch it to me. Let's so, executive producer Aaron Wallace thinks we should pick up Tommy's Chapter Three Beyond Salem. So you had mentioned them maybe one maybe doing a prequel season. Oh yes. So, yeah. did we talk I, about that on the show? I don't think I, we talked. About I think we talked about it off camera. Yeah. Here, hang uh -huh. on. Let me fill them in. My prequel ideal, and this is so in case it happens, everyone knows. I want a prequel of how Tom and Alice met. I think that would be really fun. Like, 
do kind of like a Christmas story where Chad's torn between a new love and we get to see the past of how the Hortons became, like see our great couples hmm. throughout time to bring back cool. him trying to find love after losing Abigail. Okay, my ideas are kind of like a play on that. Okay. I was thinking the Brady's since Bone Hulk around. We see Caroline and Sean when they were young and how they met and started dating. So we had a young Caroline, a young Sean, Grandpa Sean, mm-hmm. a young Victor. Ooh, I was about to say, but Victor better be there. And this is my idea. You get Martha Madison to play Caroline. Okay. You get Brandon Beamer to play Grandpa Sean. You get okay. Jay Johnson, my Philip, to play Victor. Okay. And then you get like Robert Scott Wilson, I guess, to play Deimos, his, bro- his brother. Okay. And so, okay, when Deimos first came on, he had just gotten out of jail for thirty years for for the death of a woman that he was in love with, that apparently Victor was also in love with. So then you get Nadia Bjorland to play that woman. Okay. okay. The way she's dating Victor and Robert Scott Wilson. Okay. <laughs> And it's like I get my last blast crew to like play these younger versions. <laughs> and then at the end of it, um, Victor goes back to Greece or whatever, he leaves Salem. Caroline's pregnant, she gives birth, and they're like, Oh, what do you want to name him? And she's like, Beauregard, and that's how we ended. <laughs> okay. I don't hate it. I, I mean like it could be tweaks, but no, I, I, I think I like it. to see like our current actors playing younger versions of characters we know. No, I, I love when that happens. I think it's fun. Kind of like the whole, you know, I know this isn't popular, but I kind of liked it. The whole Colleen and Santo thing. No, I enjoyed getting to, I love seeing the past. Our characters, what letter, you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, did we ever see before it was the Brady, Brady Pub, when it was a fisher? It was the Brady Fish Market. Was Did we they use it as anything, or? Like before it was the Brady Fish Market? Yeah, did like they go to the Brady Fish Market for stuff? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Um, it was, it was like, a, there were like a couple of tables. Oh, okay. But yeah, they used it. Oh, okay. But yeah, that set became the Ooh, they should I would be fine with a season two if or another season that dealt with Vivian and how Vivian became Vivian. Yeah, and I was gonna say, yeah, because Vivian doesn't have any kids of her own, but she does. I don't know if we're acknowledging him. The guy uh, that made the prostitute ended up being Vivian Vivian's son. Well she she does have children, Stefan. And oh, Stephen! Right, right, I forgot that's Stephen. Stephen and Jake. Oh, and Jake! I forgot they're twins. <laughs> I didn't know she had another kid. Yeah, where, when did all these pregnancies happen? <laughs> they were happening during seasons, uh, unaired seasons of Beyond Salem. Um, Matt said he's not so much a fan of that unless it somehow ties into what's happening on screen now. I can see that point of view. See, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with what happens if they're on Salem not having to be tied to Salem. 
Yeah, that's why when people were like, oh, well, how does this fit into the timeline? I'm like, I really don't care about that. What, how, what timeline with the regular show? Because people are not always going to watch this when, along with the regular show. People might there, watch this months from now, and it doesn't matter what's going on in the regular show. There are people who haven't watched. I know people that haven't watched Days in decades that are watching Beyond Salem. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole, you know, Kristen's in jail, how is she on there? That didn't bother me. I'm like, this is separate. I don't... Oh, it didn't bother me. I was just curious. I was like, how's she not in How'd she get out of jail? I mean, they explained it because they did kind of... They are trying to kind of coincide it with the regular show, but... Now, I if they're going to have characters, like, if it would have been the real Kristen, I would have wanted to know a little bit. Between one of the shows or something. So, Trip was interesting on this and it made me want him back on the regular show but they don't seem to know what to do with him on the regular show they don't it's yeah you know i'm not sure i wonder if he'll come back at some i read rumors that stephanie might be in the isi that that was the text she got Uh uh-huh that's why she's going back to salem um what was I trying to say? Um, see, I was hoping maybe Andrew would come today's because I just think it'd be fun to throw in a, a different, you know, another gay character. But they're all brunette. We need some. <laughs> <laughs> I need some hair. I need some like them not to all look the same. <laughs> well, I mean, Alex is coming. That is his name, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if there's any plans for Andrew to come to the main show at this point. I hope he does at some point. Because, yes, it was great that we got him on Beyond Salem, but actual, like, just these are our lives fans have been wanting him on the show. Yeah. <sighs> we only find out he's gay, and then they're all in an uproar. Like, why do we have so many gays? <laughs> I will say, I didn't feel the chemistry, really, between Paul and Andrew as, like, a couple. There were moments. As maybe, like, a, hey, let's... Yeah. I could see, but as being a full-on couple now. I thought it was cute that they danced together. Yeah. I wasn't shipping them, so to speak, but... But maybe they played that. Because I'm, maybe Sean Christian can't come back. Sean Christian? Christopher Sean. I did what you do. <laughs> I swapped their names. Um, yeah, Chris, maybe Christopher Sean can't come back, but maybe um, Colton Little can. Maybe it's because I just felt the heat between Paul and Will. Mm-hmm. They were they were good together. Chandler Massey's Will, or... The other one, like when he first I'd came on the show. Okay. I don't. I don't really have a preference. I feel like the second one, Guy Wilson, didn't get a fair shot. I was compared to around that time, so I yeah. can't really speak to that because I don't really remember. Um, Matt said that yeah. he he felt like they seemed like brothers. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Days needs to spice up their LGBTQ representation because it's very 
bland, I guess. Is that what I'm trying to say? You know, like with shows like Queer, Queer's Folk that really mm-hmm. showed what it was like representation better. I feel like they really toned down it for the days. Yeah, I feel like with days it comes in waves. Like we get a lot of content and then they like slowly disappear and then they come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't know, is that network interference? I'm it's sure like, it is. Oh no, we're writing for all the family, you know, this demographic. It's like, um, you can't please everybody and you can't represent, I guess, everybody all at once. That's not. It's, yeah. it's, true. it's, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just hope yeah. that we don't have to wait a year for another season. Did we wait a year? We waited 10 months. So it has to be under ten months, please. <laughs> I, I, if it did well, I don't know if they'll release the ratings or that. If it did well, I don't think we'll have to wait that long. I could see six months, like, or seven, if they wanted to do like a Valentine's Day one, like around Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Let's do February, because I have the perfect idea. Days goes dark. The studio Burbank goes dark in December, so they just okay. use the studio then to film Beyond Salem and release it in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come to me for more ideas. <laughs> oh, Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. But, yeah, I mean, and I also hope we get something like ha- Halloween or another Christmas movie, because that was fun. Mm-hmm. I would like... If we did another Christmas movie, I would like it to be set in like current times, not like Will's book that he's writing. Oh, like an alternate. Yeah, yeah I'd like like a real Christmas. Ooh, they could do. They should do, uh, like, the Horton's first Christmas or something. So we could oh, see them like make the yeah. You know, that would be cute. Between the past and the present, of course, but. Like frame it around the the Christmas tree because they could even do where Marcy Miller uh, plays Alice and um, Billy Flynn plays Tom. Because my my favorite tradition on days is I love the hanging of the Christmas ornaments. I love that. And then we get to meet younger versions of Tommy, Addie, Mickey, Bill. And Maria. And Marie. Wow, they have a lot of kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then if they wanted to, they could throw in a teenage Julie. <laughs> She'd be busy probably shoplifting. Right. <laughs> Still in the Christmas ornaments. Where did those ornaments go? Julie? <laughs> at this point, almost everybody has an ornament on that tree because they've all married a Horton at some point. Even Chloe has one from Lucas. <laughs> Oh, no, that broke. She dropped it, and it broke because she was sleeping with Daniel at the time. She didn't know Lucas. <laughs> Let's not mention Daniel. <laughs> he who shall not be spoken of. Well, 
All right. Well, before we go down like a whole day's rabbit hole talking about the red, let's wrap this up. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to hear our thoughts on Beyond Salem Chapter Two. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and keep watching it so we get those streaming numbers up. We get to see even if you're not doing it, just have playing in the background. Just turn, just play it. Turn turn the volume down. Just set it. Just walk away. Do what you need to. <laughs> chapter three. Yeah. And as always, you can find us on all, all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next time, have a great night, guys. Bye. Bye.